Testing on. Hello. Hello. Testing. Testing. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? And now it's time for the fastest growing remodeling show in the world. Skinny on the hole. And here's your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney. Welcome to the show. This is Skinny on the Home brought to you by 84 Lumber Company. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, giving you the skinny on home improvement, remodeling, designing, or building. Whether you're doing it yourself, having a friend or relative help, or hiring a professional, Skinny on the Home will educate you on the latest products, trends, designs, and techniques. This week, I'm excited. We're joined by a very special guest all the way from Australia, Russ Stevens. Russ Stevens is the author of the best-selling book, Professional Builders Secrets, and is the co-founder of the Association of Professional Builders. His work has impacted the industry across the globe. And we are excited to have him with us today. Russ, I know it's early in the morning there, and uh, thanks for joining us. I've, I told you I've, it's in the evening here, so I've got my morning coffee to join you for our, for our time today. Thanks so much, Jimmy. Really excited to be here and uh, and raring to go because I've already had my coffee this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, Russ, uh, let's jump right into it. So, I guess uh, let's start off. Uh, you know, why in the world would a guy in Kentucky be talking to a guy in Australia? So, tell us a little bit about your background and uh, who you are, and um, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm pretty old, so this might take a bit of time. So you might have to jump in and just cut me <laughs> off. But uh, I was born in London uh, some time ago now and started my first business at 19, which was uh, selling products from the back of a van driving around South London. And uh, I grew that company over the next uh, 30 years, really, into a big distribution company that employed 50 people. We got the, the, the turnover, the revenue up to about 36 million. Uh, but I sold that company in 2006 to fulfill a lifelong dream with my wife, really, which was to move to Australia before the kids uh, grew up too much. Uh, so yeah, in 2000 and in 2006, we relocated to Australia. And, so where did the, uh, the dream for Australia come from? Ah, it, it, it's strange, really. It's uh, I always had a dream as a kid to move to New Zealand. I don't know why, but I always had it in my head that I was going to move to New Zealand. And I met my wife, and and she was no, 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 we're uh, we're going to move to Australia. She, she was very clear. <laughs> so uh, Australia, it was really, and uh, yeah, no regrets. I mean, they're both. Uh, the, they're both great places, but uh, yeah. So, so I'm interested. What were the, uh, are you at liberty to say what you were selling out of the back of that van and what grew that? <laughs> yes, it was, uh, it was all legit. It was, uh, it was discount, uh, discount stores that we, we targeted. So uh, it was all like, I guess in the US it's the dollar stores, you know, they, they kind of evolved into the pound stores in the, in the UK, but it was all toiletries and, and household. So uh, it was, it was hard slog really. It was a lot of turnover for tiny margins, very similar to, to what it's like being a builder, really. You know, there's there's a lot of revenue there, but the, the margins are are tiny, despite what a lot of people may believe about builders. Yeah, and we'll get into some of that uh, here in the show today too, talking about that. So so sold the company, moved to Australia. And then, yeah, and had to figure out something else to do because uh, the Australian government weren't too keen on people moving to Australia and going fishing. Um, so, yeah, to get permanent <laughs> residence, we had to start another business and employ a couple of Australians so uh, and contribute to society. So, uh, yeah, we dabbled in a few things, but uh, it was all in the construction industry because after spending 30-odd years in a, in a declining industry that was being destroyed by the, 
uh, the big multiples, I was determined to get into an industry that was going to grow. I always regretted not getting into mobile phones in the 80s, to be honest. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was construction because that, uh, yeah, um, big, big thing in Australia. So dabbled in a few things, selling safety documentation online, providing contract signing services, uh, providing marketing services to builders so yeah really got to understand the industry and the challenges builders were facing by providing those different services now give me a, an idea of your demographics there in australia the, where the services that when you moved there and you provided is was it in the city was it for the whole country was it just um how is australia broken up into that yeah, Australia, I guess when you compare like the UK, Australia, the US, the Australia is a, a, a very similar to the US in a lot of ways. It's kind of like a hybrid of the two, I guess, uh, in that we have the space here, um, but we just don't have the, the population. So uh, it's very much online because with a, a small population and, and spaced out, it's, uh, it's quite difficult to, uh, to scale a business you know, in, in one particular location. So uh, the safety documentation was online, which uh, yeah, we got to learn all about selling online and selling remotely. The, the contract signing services were local because that involved actually meeting with consumers, which gave us some key insights into consumer behavior uh, within the industry. But uh, yeah, uh, online, which made it quite easy to scale overseas. Yeah, excellent. And then um, is that with uh, with commercial? Was that residential or was that a combination of both? It was purely residential. Um, yeah, very, very different business models, uh, commercial and residential, even, you know, spec homes to contract building within residential and remodeling to, to new homes. They're very different business models uh, in the way a builder will set up his, uh, his company. So, uh, yeah, uh, even now we don't target commercial because uh, all of our systems and processes and education is geared up for residential builders rather than commercial builders. You're you're hitting on a um, striking a chord with me. When I was early on in business, I had a I put a panel of uh, some gentlemen together that were much older than I was, much wiser than I was, and uh, you know basically got them all in one room and said, you know what what do I need to do or look for you know as I grow my business and move forward. And the one thing they all agreed upon was narrow your focus and niche into one segment of construction that you can stay in. So don't be, don't be the Walmarts to, to all people, you know, find that target, you know, which is hard for someone that's first starting a business. Cause you, you know, if you wanted me to build you a doghouse, I was going to build a doghouse, you know? So, and, um, but we, we dabbled in some commercial remodeling, some new construction, some insurance work, but we, over the years, and just narrowed that focus. Now we stay in that lane of design, build, just home remodeling. We don't build new houses. We don't do construction. We don't do insurance work. So, that's uh, that was good that you you stayed in that lane of residential because there is a vast difference between commercial and residential. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's a good thing for consumers to be aware of as well because when you look on a builder's website and you see that they do new homes remodeling, extensions, decks, commercial, industrial, yeah, you know, the warning signs have got to 
go off there because uh, you set your business up in a very specific way. And this is, this is what leads to inefficiencies really for builders is when they are trying to do everything because they don't have a, a marketing system that's going to bring enough work in uh, to do the type of work that uh, they could specialize in. I guess that falls into the uh, jack of all trades, master of none, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to be dealing with specialists, don't you? And uh, yeah. sure, you might pay a premium for that, but you will save yourself well, a lot like of you money. Go, you know, if, if I had a issue and I just a recent thing with me, I had a issue with my eye, you know, I didn't go to my dentist, right? I didn't go to my general practitioner. I went to the eye doctor who was the specialist in the eye, right? You could go to a general doctor, but that general doctor is going to maybe treat you, maybe give you a prescription, but the retina retinal specialist is, uh, is the one you want to go to. Absolutely. Deal with specialists. Yeah. Pay, pay for that level of service that you get. Yeah. So, um, started, uh, and then grew that. So just residential serving that. Um, so, um, we'll get into, uh, we'll make a quick introduction for our first break, but tell folks about, uh, so the association of professional builders, how did that, uh, how did that come about? Yeah, well, that that came about really from uh, the work we were doing with residential home builders and kind of seeing the gaps, especially when we would sign contracts with consumers. We'd always ask them, what made you sign with this particular builder? And they would always tell us in probably about 80% of cases, uh, the reason was they provided more documentation or their communication was better. Um, and they always said to us they weren't the cheapest yet. When I went back to the builder with the contract and said, why do you think they signed with you? About 80% of the builders told me because I was the cheapest price. There was this massive disconnect. The builders <laughs> that were signing the contracts truly believed that they had to be the lowest price to win. And they were only winning jobs because they were lowest price. But the consumers were telling us something completely different. And this research has been backed up independently by a number of studies uh, as well. That uh, uh, We're not talking about investment homes here because they are dollars and cents. But people that build homes to live in generally do not make decisions purely based on price. But builders believe that they do. So it was that disconnect that we really set out to uh, to fix because, um, you know, the reason builders believed it was because that was what they were being told when they lost jobs. And that meant they were going down the totally wrong path because they were trimming their services, their offering to try and offer a cheaper product effectively. Um, and that's what we set out to fix. That's interesting. I find it interesting, and we'll we'll talk about this more after we come back from the break. That that trust wasn't in that top one or two of our larger hiring. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Skin me on the home. Remodeling a home is an investment in your family and your future. That is why who you choose is important. At JR Construction, we take pride in the fact you have trusted us with your home, and we promise customer service and quality first. Our team will listen to your goals, create a plan that meets your needs and wants, and transform your space into your dream home. Visit us online at jrcsi.com to learn more about our services and see pictures of our work. Warmer weather is here, so now is the time to start your outdoor projects with 84 Lumber. Visit them online at 84lumber.com. That's 84lumber.com to help you design your projects today. They have everything you need from the back deck to the garage, even your dream house and all the supplies that go in it. Also, check out their Anderson window specials. 
Again, you can visit them at 84lumber.com or visit their showrooms in Lexington and Versailles. All right. Welcome back to Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, giving you the Skinny on Home Improvement, Remodeling, Design, and Building. Brought to you by 84 Lumber Company here with our special guest all the way from Australia, uh, Russ Stevens, the um, owner, operator of Associations of Professional Builders, best-selling book, Professional Builder Secrets, um, and co-founder, sorry, co-founder of the Association of Professional Builders. So, Russ, who was your, uh, who was your additional uh, partner there, co-founder? That was my daughter, Sky Stevens, and um, this came about uh, after um, my daughter Sky went to university and was studying marketing, and uh, we happened to be sitting at home talking about marketing and the, the future of marketing and sales, and it was really apparent that what was being taught was uh, completely out of date. And uh, as a result of that, you know, a few weeks later, uh, Sky decided to leave university and actually immerse herself in the real world as to what was really happening in marketing. And, uh, and to do that, we started a marketing agency together. So we were building websites for builders. We were managing marketing campaigns on Google and Facebook and generating quality leads for builders, something that uh, they hadn't been able to do before. They were generally like putting an advert out there or relying on referrals. So uh, we started generating all these uh, great leads for builders. But an interesting thing happened because half of the builders were saying this is fantastic this is great but the other half were saying this is a waste of time you know these leads uh, you're generating that i'm paying for they're rubbish so we when we look deeper we realized that the one thing these builders uh, that were struggling were missing was a documented sales process whereas the other guys they had their sales process very well defined and structured and they could take a consumer from inquiry all the way to a contract very very smoothly and efficiently so uh, the next step was we launched that Chris sales training which basically took builders through the, the the whole process of creating their own unique sales process which followed a proven model but it took a, a consumer seamlessly from uh, start to end um, but again, we ran into the same problem because we were now generating great quality leads for builders. Uh, we'd shown them how to take the consumers through to contracts seamlessly, but there were still half of the guys doing this that was that was struggling. Uh, when we looked at them, they weren't making any more money than previously. They were time poor. They were stressed. So it became apparent at that point that they needed the, the the whole solution they needed help in all areas whether it's financials operations leadership as well as marketing and sales and that's why in 2014 we launched the association of professional builders with a goal to improve the industry for both builders and consumers yeah that was my that was my next question what the goal of uh, association of professional builders is and that's uh that's a neat story you know having a business with your daughter i'm a i'm a dad with three daughters myself and uh so that's uh that's neat to have a have your daughter in there with you on that uh, i want to revisit back before the break we you talked about there were kind of two top things that you found that consumers the reason they hired these builders but in that in that that you mentioned, you didn't mention the word trust. And I find that interesting because a lot of people, you know, do business with people we trust, right? And, yeah, um, trust is a, is a key component. Yes, um, uh, people do business with people that, uh, you know, we know, like, and trust. So 
Absolutely. It's uh, it's a very big part of the marketing uh, process. And, so I guess the trust uh, piece was was a, as a natural thing that that was already there, but the top two uh, reasons, the other two reasons that you found the trust was already there. It, well, it, it's interesting you, you, you mention it because, yes, it, it, it's not something that was ever verbalized by consumers. They, um, they never actually said, I went with this builder because I trusted him. Maybe they didn't want to um, make that uh, claim at that stage. Um, but we all know that uh, trust is a, is a very, very important factor. And, uh, and it comes in a, a number of ways as well, because, um, you know, first of all, do they, do they trust your product? Do they trust your company? And then do they trust you? Um, and you've really got to get uh, to a nine plus on the certainty scale for all three of those components. Yeah. So, uh, so go back. So the, the disconnect between why do you think the builders felt like it was a different reason than the consumers? Uh, it's simply because that was what they were being told um, when they lost the job. Um, consumers were telling them, sorry, I went with another builder because they were 30,000 cheaper, 40,000 cheaper, because Really, what can a builder do when he's told that he can't suddenly drop his price and try and win it? You know, the consumer tells him they've already signed the contract. But the truth is, consumers tell builders that they uh, they went with another builder because they were cheaper because it's the quickest and easiest way to get rid of a builder that's just spent a couple of months quoting your job. So uh, that is the reason why they say it they're just trying to get rid of people as quickly and as easily as possible there's no there's no you know there's no comeback from that i mean if a if a consumer said the truth and we know what the truth is the truth is they didn't feel comfortable uh this was where you know trust you know would come in they didn't trust mm -hmm. them they didn't feel comfortable mm -hmm. with them or the builder didn't sign uh, provide enough documentation um yeah that's a big one i mean if they said that to a builder all he would say is like, no problem. Uh, what do you want documented? I'll, I'll do it all. You know, it kind of like they, they don't want find, that conversation. Yeah, we find too communication is a is a big component of that too, where people, you know, if you're not getting that communication back timely, um, you know, we hear all the time when we show up for appointments, we're like, at least you showed up and you showed up on time. You know, you called us back, you know. That's that's huge in our industry. So. And I think that is a great qualifying criteria for a consumer to use as well, because if a builder cannot respond to you quickly and efficiently during the sales process, how do you think the uh, the construction process is going to run? <laughs> yeah. There's a so something we do as a company we we send out a, a a thing that says questions to ask any contractor or modeler or builder. You know whether you hire us or not. And one of those, uh, one of the questions in there is talking about the the contractor's vehicle. You know, it's if it's all if it's messy, you know, it could it might be a telltale sign of what your project's going to look at, but look like. But that's that's a good one. I like that. I might have to uh, steal that from you and add it to my list. That uh, you know, if you're not returning their your phone call efficiently, there may be a lack of communication when the project starts, and that's definitely when you don't want to lose communication. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So tell me about how many members does the Association of Professional Builders have? Well, we've been doubling year on year uh, since we launched the Association of Professional Builders. We've now got over 520 members. So depending on uh, when you're listening to this, we could be over a thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And of those members, you know, a lot of those members have employees. So you're, you know, it could be um, thousands of, of folks that you're impacting in their lives and, uh, 
of those things. So um, where are all your, where are most of your members located? Well, we do have a, a very strong presence in Australia, uh, obviously. However, probably about 50% of our members are in North America, spread across the US and Canada. And we also have uh, team members uh, based in the US and Canada uh, as well now supporting those members. So, um, yeah, we're, we we operate in Australia, New Zealand, uh Canada, the US and the UK, but uh, predominantly uh, our, our biggest percentage is Australia followed by the US. Okay, that's that's a widespread. So uh, do you sleep at all? <laughs> Very well, and, uh, and, a, and a lot of credit uh, goes to my daughter, Sky, here, uh, because she has been so good in, in her own self-development and running the operations. So uh, she oversees the, uh, uh, the the teams in both North America and uh, uh, ANZ. And um, that makes things, I've got to be honest, very, very easy for me. Yeah. So how many, um, so staff-wise yourself, um, how big, what, what staff do you have as a company to service all those members? Yeah, so we have a, a team of 20 at the moment, and uh, that comprises of a, a team of uh, five uh, executive coaches. Uh, we have a, a marketing team, and uh, and then our member success coaches um, who, uh, who sign up new members and uh, support existing members as well. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, that makes up the team. That's great. And is that team all in Australia or are they spread out throughout the world as well? Yeah, spread out. So uh, we have a, a large uh, percentage of them in Australia, but uh, we have executive coaches in both Canada and uh, and the US, Texas in the US, and we have member success coaches uh, uh, in the US as well. That's great. And uh, we'll get into a little more of uh, the companies and the sizes and those members that you have. So Stay tuned. We'll be right back with uh, Russ Stevens, the author of Professional Builder Secrets. That's a that's a book. I, I'm looking at my books that I have. That's a, that's a book I don't have, so I'm have to get one for you before uh, we get off here. And we'll tell folks how to get those. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Award-winning JNR Construction has a design staff to guide you through the process of home remodeling, kitchens, bathrooms, basements, room additions, decks, whole house remodeling, and more. 859-225-0162 or jrcsi.com. JNR Construction guarantees their products with five and ten year warranties. Licensed and fully insured, JNR Construction helps everyone enjoy the process. 859-225-0162 or jrcsi.com. JNR Construction, making your home remodeling dreams come true. Building or remodeling your home? Whether you need inspiration on creating your dream space or want to meet trusted contractors, My Southern Home with Kimberly Greenwell has you covered. Every Saturday at 10.30 a.m. on My Kentucky, Kimberly Greenwell takes you to gorgeous homes and introduces you to the companies and the people that make them gorgeous. Tune in every Saturday or watch My Southern Home with Kimberly Greenwell online 24-7 by visiting MySouthernHomeTV.com. Again, MySouthernHomeTV.com. Warmer weather is here, so now is the time to start your outdoor projects with 84 Lumber. Visit them online at 84lumber.com. That's 84lumber.com to help you design your projects today. They have everything you need from the back deck to the garage, even your dream house, and all the supplies that go in it. Also, check out their Anderson window specials. 
Again, you can visit them at 84lumber.com or visit their showrooms in Lexington and Versailles. All right. Welcome back to the show. This is Skinny, brought to you by 84 Lumber Company. Stop by your local 84 Lumber and see what products are out there. You can visit 84lumber.com for more information. And uh, we're here with Russ Stevens. So, Russ, um, we were talking about – so tell us a little bit about the members, uh, If uh, what you're allowed to share with the kind of um, – what type of contractors, what type of builders are they? Um, and size wise, you know, because I, we have a lot of listeners that are other, other contractors, other builders as well. Um, tell us kind of the mix of your, your demographic of clientele that you work with. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting mix now. We started off, I guess, with a, a, a sweet spot. And, uh, and it was a combination of new home builders and remodelers, typically the new home builders. Um, they would be doing um, six to 10 projects uh, a year. Um, the remodelers, you know, probably a similar amount. And that really was our sweet spot. But um, what happened over the years was a, a lot of the guys that uh, we were working with were able to, once they fixed the systems in their company, they were able to scale very quickly. And uh, we took a lot of building companies from uh, 3 million to 6 to 12 to the you know, guys that are now doing 50 and $60 million a year in annual revenue. And what that's done, that's attracted uh, a lot of larger builders to us. So we now get a lot of building companies coming to us and joining the Association of Professional Builders who are already doing 50 and 60 million, but they want to grow to uh, 100 million. And equally, what's really encouraging is how many new builders are coming to us before they even get started with their first job because they tell us they want to do things correctly right from the very start. And, and that's fantastic because uh, we can save those guys a lot of pain. Yeah. Pain is a good teacher, isn't it? Uh, I've, I've learned a lot of my. Uh things that we do as a company now by the uh, school of hard knocks <laughs> for sure and, and in this industry I, I i i just believe that you can't afford to learn from your mistakes i mean yeah we, we we have to learn from our mistakes but you can't afford to learn all your lessons from your mistakes it's just way too expensive in this industry yeah i try to uh live by the model if we're gonna fail fail fast fail often learn from it and make it better for the next time around. So Absolutely. one thing we do as a company, uh, we just had one before we started this show was a, we have a project debrief where when a project gets done, we bring, um, are you familiar with the blue angels? No, uh, they're, a, they're, a, it's a, uh, it's a top, uh, like they're, a, they do flying shows, um, the blue angels and the the planes that they do, but they're, they're like the top pilots in the air force, I believe air force or Navy. So don't, if I'm said that wrong, I apologize. Um, but anyway, they at each, cause they're flying, you know, six, 12 inches away from each other. And so each time they land, they come in and do a debrief where they basically, they strip rank. So no, you know, there's no general, no captain, everybody's the same. Okay. What did we do? Well, what did we not do? Well, how do we make it better and move forward? So we've kind of adopted that in our company to where we, when a project ends, we get everybody in the room from the designer to the project manager, to the carpenter on staff and have a debrief about the project. You know, what is, what went well, what didn't go well. 
what do we need to learn from that so we can make it better for the next for the next project and things so that's i tell folks all the time you know the longer you're in business the better you get from a company that does things like this just because they're they're we're going off the past projects and experiences and making them better for them nowadays so I love that, Jimmy. I love that you're doing that. That's a big part of the APB process is the post uh, handover debrief, bring in the estimator and the project manager. Let's look at the timeline uh, versus the baseline and let's look at the budget. Let's um, let's see where we come under budget so we can sharpen our uh, our pricing on the next job. Let's see where we, we blew out the budget. We might need to uh, have that fed back into future estimating. And let's look at those timelines as well so we can get even more accurate. And it's this uh, evolving, evolving service, isn't it? It just gets better and better. So I love that you're doing that. You're, uh, you're at the, uh, the top end of your game for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's, it's come with a lot of, a lot of years and a lot of advice from, from coaches and, and uh, folks like yourself. So I appreciate what you do and what you're doing for the industry. Um, because, and that's one thing with our industry that I've found over the years too, is that, you know, I don't know how it is in Australia, but a lot of times I was, I was in a meeting with the, um, I'm on a, I serve with a, with a board with our state home builders association. And um, they were talking about, years ago in the guidance counselor's office in high school, there was a picture of a construction worker that was all dirty and ragged and said, stay in school and get good grades or you'll end up in this career. You know, and that's kind of sad that that's, that's being taught out there and those things. Cause that's not, I mean, I, I was actually um, on the phone with a handyman and he makes $120,000 a year. You know, there's trades, can make six figures in this business. And, um, and it's a, it's a very professional business. So that's why we're, we're promoting that and working with companies and getting the word out. You know, it's a, it's a professional business, just like going to your doctor, your car dealer, all those things. So um, I 100% agree there, Jimmy, this, this is a industry full of professionals, and they, they should be respected and viewed in that manner as well and all too often yeah we hear stories like the one you just mentioned which is uh, derogatory and not a fair reflection of the expertise and skill that a builder possesses and uh, and you're right they should be viewed in the same vein as uh, lawyers doctors uh, etc because they are experts in their fields yeah 100% yeah and uh, and most most of your clients I mean at least our clients, you know, get, realize that and, and appreciate that, um, or we wouldn't have clients, right? So, um, so uh, I guess uh, on a global scale, that's a. How do you work on a global scale in different economies? You know, is the um, are the are the principles the same no matter which economy that you're in? Is there? Uh, I'll talk a little bit about is there supply chain issues, you know, we're dealing with some of that here in the US is that the same in Australia and in the UK and in Canada, and uh, building regulations does that fall into any of, of your stuff or kind of talk about a little bit about that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting it's, uh, it's very exciting working 
on a global scale and, uh, and very interesting as well, because there, there is a perception, it doesn't matter where you go, that uh, things are different here. And uh, yeah, when we, when we started in, uh, in Brisbane, in Australia, it was a case of, well, it's different in Sydney. And then uh, we showed these uh, you know, processes and systems worked you know, in, in all cities uh, in Australia. And then it's a case of, well, it's different in New Zealand. And, you know, and then it's different in the US. But the thing we find with strategy is these strategies and systems and processes work around the world in all these different uh, countries, whether it's uh, metro or regional. However, you raise a good point because we have started or, or we have seen differences in the past 12 months, largely due to the supply chain issues and uh, you know and these challenges that builders have been confronted with over the last over the last year. And uh, and this is where we did start to see big differences because uh, in the US there was um, big uh, big problems um, really in terms of uh, labor, uh, whereas in Canada, it was all about supply. Um, now, thankfully, both of those situations seem to have improved in the past couple of months. But the one thing that uh, is, is kind of global is timber, you know, lumber. There's been a, a global problem. And now steel is, uh, you know, it's uh, becoming a bigger and bigger issue uh, globally. Yeah. And depending on when you're listening to this, you may be talking about what there's no issues going on. So you may be several years in the future and bless you. <laughs> you're enduring the uh, hardships of our of the work that we're going through right now. But no, the um, yeah, we've noticed the the lumber lumber for us per board foot is kind of leveled back off will kind of go up again and kind of settle off a little bit. But we we kind of see that it's settling down a little bit. So um, we did notice, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends that are builders, you know, house prices went up just tremendously and, uh, just because of the lumber packages and it was, it was a little crazy, but the, um, have you noticed a, um, slowdown in, in different parts of the world or is it still like it is here? It's just building is just, uh, the supply and demand. There's so much demand that, the, uh, everybody's just slammed and busy. Yeah, I think uh, a, a big change, something that's uh, happened uh, considerably during the past uh, 12 to 15 months is that builders have been um, building out their construction slots, which is the, the, the start dates in the future. So they're now working so far ahead. I believe there is a, a, a slight slowdown in demand, but none of the builders are actually raising that as a concern to us at this moment. And I believe it's because they're working so far in advance uh, yeah, with their bookings. But um, we believe that uh, we will see a, uh, a slowdown, um, certainly in the second half of next year, um, because we, we, we're bound to see rising interest rates, which uh, is gonna play havoc with the housing market for sure. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, we'll do more of that. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Remodeling a home is an investment in your family and your future. That is why who you choose is important. At JR Construction, we take pride in the fact you have trusted us with your home, and we promise customer service and quality first. Our team will listen to your goals, create a plan that meets your needs and wants, and transform your space into your dream home. Visit us online at jrcsi.com to learn more about our services and see pictures of our work. Warmer weather is here, so now is the time to start your outdoor projects with 84 Lumber. 
Visit them online at 84lumber.com. That's 84lumber.com to help you design your projects today. They have everything you need from the back deck to the garage, even your dream house and all the supplies that go in it. Also, check out their Anderson window specials. Again, you can visit them at 84lumber.com or visit their showrooms in Lexington and Versailles. All right. Welcome back to Skinny on the Home with uh, Russ Stevens all the way from Australia. And um, Russ, uh, right before the break, we we're talking about, um, so you see, you're seeing, uh, is that uh, globally or just regionally there in Australia, kind of a, a little bit of a slowdown coming and interest rates rising? Uh, I see this uh, globally uh, happening. The uh, the interest rates um, they've kind of indicated that they're going to be rising uh, earlier in the US than than Australia, but uh, I don't think there's any way um, they can be they can be held back uh, in Australia once they they start rising in the US. So uh, we we are seeing things start to cool off slightly in demand uh, across all countries. Now, do you see that cooling off? Is that in the new construction market or the remodeling, or do you see that in both? Yeah, um, it, it's interesting. The It's the new home market that does seem to get more affected by economic conditions rather than the remodeling. The remodeling, um, yeah, there, there's there's a slight, it's slightly affected, but it's, it's a lot more robust and it does seem to survive these uh, booms and busts in the economy. Yeah, we're we've seen um, in the U.S. just with remodeling. I think here in the next couple of years, we're going to see remodeling expenditures exceed new home construction. Uh, that that's going to cross over eventually, and um, you know that's I guess it, a lot of it depends on the type of remodeling that uh, that you're that you're in. A question: Some of your uh, members are they? The ones that are remodeling, are they more design-build remodeling? Are they specialty like window siding roofing companies or are they a mix of all? Uh, design build that's uh, that's really what we focus on we do we do have a very small percentage that might focus on um, bathrooms or kitchens but um, yeah I would say 90 maybe 95 percent are design and build you know large-scale remodeling projects is what they specialize in. Okay. Do you hear any of the uh, any of the remodeling trends or design trends uh, across the globe? Uh, do you do you hear any of those back and forth uh, that you want to share with the audience? There's uh, there's always new uh, new products coming out, isn't there? Especially when it comes to either cladding, um, but yeah, or the yeah the actual construction there. But um, they tend to to come and go, and you see the <laughs> the same old materials really. But uh, I guess if I if I look longer term, um, and I'm I'm talking yeah maybe thirty to forty years now, I think the big trend that we will see is three D printing i think that's uh, mm. that's inevitable that's something really uh, uh for us to keep our eye on as to how that develops and affects our industry yeah i'm uh i've keep up with some of that but there's a there's actually a community in texas that's uh, one of the first 3d printing house developments and uh it's interesting interesting to see some of that uh you still have some traditional uh framing that you have to do with those but uh the, that that is a, a neat concept that uh on the front end it's probably just like you know your cell phones and your tvs that are really expensive but then the price comes down eventually yeah yeah for sure 
What's um? So let's get into uh, what what questions do you think a person should ask um, a contractor or one of your builder members before hiring one, no matter where they live? Is what what kind of across all economies and across all countries is a good questions that a consumer should ask before hiring a builder? Well, I guess uh, it starts with asking yourself uh, a single question is what's most important to you? Um, Because in our experience, it it comes down to one of three things uh, when you're remodeling uh, or even building a new home is budget, speed or quality. Now, obviously, we want all three. But uh, if uh, there's always one that's um, more important than the other two, and uh, for um, people building their first home or or maybe remodeling on a very on a very uh, tight budget, tight income, then you know budget's going to be their number one. You know, if um, if you really need to be moving in or you need your your home remodeled by Christmas, then speed could be the primary. But if you're you're building uh, your third or fourth home or or remodeling your your home that you've lived in for a long time and intend to live there for a, a lot more years, then then maybe quality is your your primary issue. So uh, whichever of those three will depend on the questions you ask your builder, because if it's speed that uh, is most important, i.e. you're on a deadline, you've got to be asking your builder uh, to see his job schedule, because a lot of builders will not plan, as, as horrific as this sounds, a lot of builders will not plan the job in advance. And uh, you need to see a Gantt chart. And that doesn't mean you need to see the whole job planned out, but you need to see a rough timeline because if your builder is telling you, yes, I will have you in by Christmas, you'd like to see something uh, documented to show how he intends to make that happen <laughs> rather than just shrugging his shoulders on Christmas Eve and say, yeah, well, right. yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's an important one. If it's budget, uh, you want to be clear if there's any allowances uh, included in that price or cost escalation clauses, things that could, you know, could catch you out, you know, because if, um, you know, if budget is tight, then, you know, you simply may not be able to find that money. So, you need to understand is this a fixed price contract or could it blow out and of course if it's quality um the number one question i'd be asking is where can i see your previous work you know it'll be nice to see a finished home or two but also go and see a site they're actually uh working on working on mm-hmm. that will give you that a is. great indicator as to the kind of standards this builder works to yeah and that's that's a good point and and even we get a lot of our clients from driving by our job sites and a lot of people pick up on how you clean and maintain that job site as the project is uh, being built and uh, so that's really important too so it's a great uh, indication of what goes on behind the scenes isn't it you know the bits that maybe you can't see when the home's finished sometimes yeah so uh russ tell folks how how can they get a hold of to look for uh one of the um APBs, uh, Association of Professional Builders members, or if someone wants to, is a builder that's listening that is interested in getting more information about becoming a member with your organization, tell folks how to get a hold of you. Yes, well, they can uh, simply uh, Google uh, the Association of Professional Builders, which will take them to our website. If you are a consumer looking for a member of the Association of Professional Builders to speak with, 
simply get in touch with us on the contact us form and uh, we will put you in touch with uh, uh, a member in your area. If you are uh, a builder looking to learn more about the Association of Professional Builders, I'd highly recommend um, jumping onto Amazon and, um, and ordering our new book, Professional Builder Secrets. That will uh, give you a great insight into the systems and processes that we teach our members. Um, equally, you can also uh, jump on our website website by googling the association of professional builders and uh you'll watch a, a behind the scenes demo video of uh you know the resources that our members have access to awesome and we'll we'll have if you're listening to this in our podcast platform we'll have it, uh, the links to uh, all those in the in the notes for you as well so all right let's now it's time for our lightning round uh, lightning round are you ready for this I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you some questions and uh, you just uh, share your uh, best response with us. So, all right, here we go. Do you match your socks? Yes. Why do you match your socks? I'm obsessive like that. I'm analytical. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can tell the reason I asked that question, I do not match my socks. I probably haven't matched my socks in uh, four or five years. I wear um I'll wear like jalapenos on one foot and chicken on another foot. So I'll be a spicy chicken one day or, you know, I'll, I'll mix, mix and match my socks. So I think if a... I did that, it would interfere with my walking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ice cream or a chocolate bar? Ice cream. Ice cream. Puppies or kittens? Kittens. Okay. Kittens. That's, it's uh, I don't get a lot of kittens on the, on the show. So hot, uh, hot, I don't know the weather in Australia, so this may, uh, may not have a reference, but hot, humid day, sunny, or a 70 degree spring day raining. Hot, humid, sunny all the time. Oh, I come from England. I, uh, I love the heat. <laughs> all right. So what about snow? So snowing, stay inside or go outside? Stay inside. Stay inside by the fire. Uh, mustard or ketchup? Mustard, English mustard, definitely. English mustard. I have to look that one up. All right, favorite book or recent book that you've read? Favorite book, I think, is uh, uh, Influence um, by Dr. Robert Caldini. Very interesting book. Yeah, I think I have that one somewhere. I have to look. It was a book that was written for consumers to protect them from con men. And um, right here. Yeah, got, got picked up where... by the sales and marketing community. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Excellent. All right, and if you weren't doing your current career, what would you be and why? I'd be a racing driver. I wouldn't be winning, but I'd be a racing driver. <laughs> Start car just, or car. Yeah, I love driving. Always had a, had a a passion. Not, I mean, it's not so much uh, cars. I'm not fanatical about mechanics and, and engines, but I love the um, like the skill, the artistry of uh, of driving fast around the track. Awesome. Well, Russ, thanks again for joining us. This has been a great show. Uh, excited, and uh, for those listening, uh, look for the links. And uh, thanks for joining us all the way from Australia today. Thanks so much, Jimmy. It's been awesome chatting with you.